Cheers. to the beginning of something we don't know what's the beginning of. Mm. That's right. Do I get to do this all one time? Yeah, look how sweet it is. Like honey. Oh yeah, that's smooth. It's freaking that good. That is very good, actually. Yeah, that's good. There's other Compared to the hibiki? Like, Holy shit. Like I said, hmm. this is a special occasion, so you got special drink. Not the hibiki. Uh, not the hibiki. <laughs> <laughs> hibiki is um, like, so, like junior year. What about wow. the Kayo stuff? Well, that's not bad too, but this one is like the best. I've never even heard of Kayo. Yeah. If I'm saying it's good, it's cheers. good. Do we cheers? Again? Oh, we did? I don't remember. <laughs> Were you doing this before we got here? Mm. Aloha, and you are listening to the High Sessions Hawaii podcast, where we talk everything local and beyond. I am your host, John Yamasato, and of course, joining me today, my good friend and brother from another mother, Mr. Devin Nakoba. Hey, Devin, hey. how are you? Now, today, we are joined by Kyle Shimabukuro. He's the owner and lead designer at High Life Clothing. You can find High Life Clothing at highlifeclothing.com. Kyle, how are you doing, man? <laughs> we, we are actually at Kyle's house today because we didn't have a place to shoot this podcast. <laughs> Or, or record this podcast so uh, thanks are we for shooting by the way video today no no video oh, okay just that's just a random camera okay cool yeah you know attention to the camera that's yeah. sitting right over there on john's well i only have a face for camera anyway i don't have a face for video so it's <laughs> all right. good thanks for uh, hosting us kyle yep no problem so, man Today's podcast, we, we it's technically our first podcast because the last oh. one was a, a practice. Right. But I don't want to rehash this whole thing about high sessions and what we're doing and all that kind of stuff. Don't we have to, though, if you never actually nah, did the thing? I figure people will figure it out as they as they listen. <laughs> okay. Because, because we're going to be re- releasing these on online anyway to our friends and family first. Oh, yeah, because that way they right? can find out for themselves whether we're interesting enough. That That's they right. Want to listen to the rest of them. Okay. Well, yeah. how has your feedback been from the the first podcast? Because I listened to it; it was pretty entertaining. Yeah, it was not bad. Um, Once we started getting into Mandalorian, I think we lost. Uh, you got to the Star Wars. Into the Star stuff, Wars. Though, you know, that was John's fault because John wanted to talk about Star Wars, and I went, "Okay." Well, I figured I, I had had some kind of subject topic yeah, to talk yeah, about. Yeah. But he's just trying to find subjects. Speaking of Star Wars, yes. I am no Star Wars nerd. <laughs> okay. But Devin is claims that he is. Devin is a huge Star Wars fan. Yeah, he is, right? Yeah. 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 You like Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. I had the dolls. You know that he had no clue one night we're talking. Oh, man. See, we're going to get into this already. (laughs) Yeah. You know this guy. I go, (laughs) go, hey, you know, um, what was it? C3PO. We were talking about um, the Mandela effect. Okay. Yeah. And I don't know if you guys are familiar with the Mandela effect. Yes. Those of you on, um, you know. In Cyber Road, look it up if you didn't. It's very interesting. YouTube Mandela. Well, what effect. is the, actually the the definition of the Mandela effect? The definition of the Mandela effect is that people believe they know a fact about something that they experienced years and years ago, or even maybe even even not in a, not so long ago. Yeah. And then they find out that it's not even true. Right. And, and how does that how does that lead to Nelson Mandela? The people believe that Nelson Mandela died in prison, and they oh. believe that they saw his funeral on TV okay. and all this kind of stuff, and then they realize he wasn't really dead. Okay. He was alive, and he was... Which is, you know. which is weird, because I don't remember anybody ever saying Nelson Mandela died in prison, because yeah, there I, were movies, and there was video, and... Yeah. Morgan Freeman, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. They might have been mistaking him for somebody else, but mm. your conscience just goes, that's fact. And when it right. gets broken, they go, whoa, what's going on? Mandela effect. That's what Okay, okay. So, <laughs> and that's exactly how you have to say it. Mandela effect. Yeah. <laughs> so, we're talking at a bar, and, and I, I remember, you know, oh, Devin's a Star Wars nerd, no. you know? Okay, okay. He knows the language no. of this. I mean, his religion is Jedi, and, you know. <laughs> So I told him, hey, did you hear the Mandela effect about C-3PO? And he goes, what is that? And I go, man. It makes me sound like our friend Grant. C- and I don't actually sound like C-3PO that. C-3PO has a, a silver leg. And not I all said, golden. no way. And he goes, no way, man. And I go, oh, yeah, it's true. And he goes, no, 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 no. And he went on his phone and he pulled up a picture of it. And, and it really is one leg is silver. Well, I know he had a red arm at one time. Yeah, yeah, but that's because he got broken apart. But in the rebuilt, original but Star the Wars, the original Star Wars. Okay, he had one sil- silver thigh, I guess. Oh no, calf. The whole leg not the whole leg. I think the calf. The calf. I don't know. Well, part of him is silver. So he was like, like defiant on me because he knows I'm not a Star Wars fan. He hates the yeah. Yeah. I don't watch Star Wars. Yeah. But I remember that being part of the Mandela effect because I read about it. But he was adamant. This is the man, by the way, who believes in UFOs. So I'm just saying. So does the government now, buddy. <laughs> yeah, there's been a lot of more uh, information that's come it out about UFOs. It doesn't mean that it's aliens. This it means is, that it's This is it's the guy who knows every object. single like conspiracy theory that's out there. <laughs> so that's why you go... Yeah, Kyle, okay. Yeah, but then I burned them by they going, totally burned me, look at these pictures, yeah. buddy. And he goes, oh. I guess so you're right. And I was like, gotcha. Well, uh, he was very proud of that, by the way. Yeah, because, you know, yeah. the guy the guy dresses up and stuff like that on a constant I basis. <laughs> Goes to the movies. What? No. Yes. I've gone to the movies. Yeah. I don't dress up. Don't I? You don't dress up at the movies? No, man. Oh. They won't let you take this, this, the lightsaber. There's no point. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that's true. How many lightsabers do you own? Uh, two. Yeah. Is that real? My son is it real or is it fake? I mean, real it doesn't cut through stuff. Oh, I'm just a, if you mean real, like, does it actually kill people? No, no, it's not a real. Oh, okay. I'm just testing you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just just for uh, maybe we need to explain. Oh the, yeah, the dynamic I mean, of the yeah, relationship here, so that people don't just think that all we did was bring Kyle on here to hassle me well, for the whole run of this show. Well, let's let's go back well, in actually, time and know how. Let's go share how we know each other. I was gonna say. I, I was going to ask you that because I wasn't sure how you guys know each other. No, okay, so just to be clear, everybody, <laughs> I've known this guy for a long, long, long time. Okay. And I, I'm the guy that's doing all the wisecrack jokes on his Facebook and Instagram and stuff. <laughs> and I know that people think that, who is this dick that <laughs> harasses Devin McCobo every chance he gets to say something stupid online? And it's me. I'm correcting him. You know, I'm calling him out. Because, right, right. Because that's my but job. Like, that's you guys, his my job. Were you guys small kid time? No. no. We've known each no. other since 95. We. Uh, oh, you know the year? Well, I know the year. Because you mark it in the calendar? No, because I remember the year that I started doing Lisa's shows. Oh, that's when I met him. Ah, uh, Lisa Matsumoto was mm. the was the um, glue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she had she had already they had already done once upon a time, once upon not a time, and happily ever after. And this was the uh, this was the second remon I think that they were doing in Diamond Head Theater. Okay. And um, as always would happen, Lisa when she would do these shows, she wrote them and cast them. She wrote them and cast them with her friends in mind, which okay. is why Kyle is always in the show. And I am no actor. 
They and see that's the thing. They always okay. We'll, we'll back up a little bit. So Lisa Matsumoto for uh, a master's thesis. Uh, in one of her classes, in her children's theater class, wrote Once Upon One Time, which is a mashup of all these different local, uh, not local, but fairy tales. Fairy tales, made them, but, yeah. Okay. Made them local style. So instead of the, you know, the seven dwarves, you get the six Menahunis. Instead of Snow White, you've got Noilani, and that kind of thing. Um, it was, they were very popular. Uh, unfortunately, we lost her um, mm-hmm. uh, some time ago. But... Uh, the the work lives on and when she was still alive they were remounting these things at diamond head theater um i had always wanted to be in one of these shows and i never got a chance to be in it Mm. so when the chance came up to audition i jumped at the chance to audition now if you can imagine these guys i'm pointing to kyle right now these guys had been working together and known each other for probably 10 years before i even from college yeah from college time okay right and they knew Lisa because Lisa had been working with the Y. So these guys all would do all these crazy shenanigans during that time. And during that time, they became this cohesive unit, right? Um, some of us, some people call it a, some people call it the Ohia Click. Okay. okay. It, it became it became her company became Ohia. So um, as a as a newbie, right? I had to go to this audition. When I went to the audition, everybody was sitting in the room. And it was a whole bunch of people that I did not know, but they all knew each other. And it's like going to, it's like your first day of school when everybody's in class and they all know each other and you're like the new kid who comes to class and they all go, <laughs> and you just sit there going, I'm never going to get into this shit at all because these guys all know each other. Right. By some strange thing of luck, uh, most of it being that there was nobody else who uh, wanted to dress in drag and do a part, okay. um, I, I was able to get into the show. Uh, and then they were um, nice enough to be to befriend me and let me hang out until now. Um, so so that's 20, 20 plus years ago, 95, yeah. 20, almost 25 years ago. Yeah. Right? We got pictures of him in drag. We'll bust it out for you and you can check There's it out. There's video, dude. Online. We can yeah. post it on Clint our Clint always Instagram. puts it up every yeah. year. He puts it up just so that everybody can see. And he actually didn't look... <laughs> He looked pretty decent as a girl back then. Now there's no way. No, there's no you way. You put him in a dress, he'll look like a sausage. But yeah. back then, he he filled it out nicely. <laughs> <laughs> this is about the time that I met you too, then. Uh, no. Oh no, because I wasn't working at the radio station in that capacity yet. No, but I met you before when you were a council member. Oh yeah, yeah, councilman Dev. Yeah. 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 So. There's, there's all that intertwining of stuff. He was also uh, the best man at my wedding, as you That's were right. the player. The, you the were one best, of the players at my wedding. The best, best man speech I've heard. And I've heard a lot of best man <laughs> wow, that, that Coming from you guys, that means a lot. Well, not you. Well, I didn't say it was the best, best man speech. I'm just saying. <laughs> it, was, it was the most brutal best man speech. It yeah. was funny. And, and you know what? I apologize for that. <laughs> <laughs> you apologized before you even started. I did, yeah. That's actually, how we knew we were actually, in it was your yeah. fault to put me in that position yeah. where I had to do yeah. a speech. You, you said, know I love you coming. and I'm sorry, and you lived up to every moment yeah. of it. And yes. To tell you the truth, I emceed weddings before. Okay. My law when I'm emceeing is a personal thing, but I don't make fun of the groom no matter how well I know him. Okay. Like if you put me in a position of like best man or you put me in a position of doing a speech or a toast, <laughs> game on. That's, That's right. Supposed no, to be you bad. said you said I was gonna be nice and not say nothing, but then everybody's like, "Oh, you gonna be brutal, huh? Or oh, you gonna say something yeah, mean, I, huh?" I, I, <laughs> and he went. So you had to oh, live okay. up to the expectations. But it didn't. Was it crash? 
or did it no it wasn't that crass no No. it was just funny it really was it really was one of the most entertaining best man speeches anybody's ever heard do you have that on video it was completely and utterly at my expense but oh yeah we totally have it on video we've watched we've watched it before Oh, I would love you. to to post that on YouTube or oh, something. Oh no, we never. No, no, that's never seen the light of day. <laughs> you know what? The most intimidating part of it was when I was up on stage. I finally realized the impact that I'm going to make because Governor Cayetano was there, yeah. <laughs> Governor <laughs> Abercrombie was there. Yeah, all yeah. these like <laughs> leaders of Hawaii were there, and, the, and yeah, entertainers yeah. were there. Billy V was the was the MC. That's right. That's right. And I'm like, okay, if I fail. <laughs> <laughs> Failing was no option for me. No, that's right. No, I had to. I had to destroy. You did, you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but man, to this day, I can quote from it. Yeah. You know, yeah. how does a uh, how does a uh, Dairy Queen marry a? Oh, how does a how does a cherry blossom, blossom queen marry a Dairy, Dairy Queen? queen. Yes. That's right. Yes, that's right. Yeah. That one, that one will live forever. Yeah, I should have said Burger King though. Burger King, really? Well, how does a cherry blossom queen marry a Burger King? <laughs> makes more sense than Queen and Queen, because then. Oh uh, yeah, that's true. Sorry, but yeah. still, yeah, I mean, it was. But still, it was. You know, I'll rewrite it for you guys. Oh, thanks. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> you ever gonna renew your vows? Maybe. You yeah, I don't really. I, mm, yeah, no, no, no. I think we're good. I think we're good. I'm, I'm actually afraid. I don't. I don't really want to do the whole renewing of vows thing. Just, just, think, just not have chance. My wife figures it out. Oh, she, she goes, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah oh, you mean maybe, I got to re-up for this? Yeah. yeah, yeah so. Maybe this is my chance yeah, to escape. Yeah, no, we're not, we're, not giving, no, we're not giving her the opportunity. <laughs> there are too many people wandering around going, wow, Devin, you really married up, yeah? But mm-hmm. I think all three of us did, so. That's true. Yeah. That is true, I guess. Yeah. We are totally. lucky men. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hey, well, I'm going to pause right here because I want to turn this camera off. And you can hit it. I tell you what, I'll do my first read since Kyle's here. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Okay. Devin? Yes. You wear clothes, right? I do. I've asked you this before. And you like feeling comfortable in those clothes, correct? I certainly do. And you also like to look good, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. All right, well, then you, want, well, you will want to consider picking up something from High Life. High Life Clothing is a local brand of daily wear that feels great, looks good, and speaks to the local in you. You can go online to highlifeclothing.com for a special 10% discount when you enter the code High Sessions. High Life makes up more than half of my wardrobe, and it's a perfect gift for the upcoming Christmas holiday. And I'm not joking. Like I have, you really do, yeah. I wear Hello shirts. I've sort of um, over time. There's a bug crawling on your microphone, by the way. <laughs> oh, that's fine. <laughs> okay. Wait, o- over time, my I used to dress up really nice to work, and it's slowly degraded. Not that <laughs> degraded down to wearing highlight. <laughs> not not a highlight, but I do a lot of t-shirts now to to, to appointments yeah. and stuff like that. Well, but whatever, unless you're showing a house, there's no point. Well, right? I thank you for your support. You're very welcome. I'm very appreciative. I mean, of that. it's good stuff, so I don't mind. Oh, thank you. And I like thank wearing you. them. I especially like these baseball tees. They're my I'll favorite. Get you more. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't mind buying. I think you need a smaller size, though, man. You know what's weird is is the only problem that I have, and this is a personal problem. It has nothing to do with the clothing. Mm-hmm. Is I'm a tall guy. I'm I'm lanky, but I'm I'm so skinny that the shirt length. If the length is okay, uh, then the sleeves are too but long. But crop tops are in now, so you, know, <laughs> you show a little midriff, it's okay, John. That's true, but uh, the belly is starting to fold over the, the jean pants. You know, oh, the, the, you're getting the muffin the top. I am oh, getting the no, muffin top. Not yeah, the muffin so, top. Oh. Yeah, so not you. Me, me, yeah. There's no way possible. Well, that's how I knew I was starting to get fat. You know, Let's like, see it. Let's huh? see it right now. Why, I know, it's not now. But no, it's, it's that's no muffin top, man. I, I know, no, I know, but uh, yeah. show him, show him, show him the muffin top. Show him muffin top. <laughs> I'll show you muffin top, you and he'll show you loves bread. 
<laughs> no, there was a point in time where this is before I started running again and eating right yeah. and stuff, and I was yeah. like, oh man, my stomach's really hanging over my pants. <laughs> You're worrying too gotta, much, man. You're like, I gotta no. Well, well, we had this discussion off air that I'm a anxiety reading yes, worry. You want to see fat? Yeah. Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> And then look at the guy to my right. Hey, hey, hey take it easy. Oh. Then, it's true, though. Yeah, yeah, so, you know, this is your goal. You're not there yet, man. Don't worry. <laughs> I understand. But I don't want to, you know, I wanted to stay relatively fit. Uh, you know, I don't know why, it's, to be honest. It's kind of hard to stay fit if you don't work out or anything. Right? He was working out. I, I was I working out. Yeah. Yeah. I've been doing a lot of pull-ups, push-ups, sit-ups, and then I run. How much pull-ups oh, are you doing now? Uh, In a row. In well, a row. <laughs> well, what I do is I do like, uh, so I was up to... 12, and, but uh-huh. I do like 12, then 11, then 10. That's pretty so I do, good, I do three sets. So you're doing a pyramid? Like one out of, yeah. yeah, I guess a pyramid. Yeah, I go right. down. And so, so I don't know how many I could do just one shot. I can probably do obviously more than 12. But uh, Has your wife seen a difference in your physique? No. Does she, does she, does she um, like kind of admire you? When you're brushing no. Your teeth? no. No? No, me either. No, you know, you know what she said? I always tell this story. You know what she said to me once when I was in, in, my, in my chubby days? I was, well, when did you have show me? I know. I was like, what? No, but so she, <laughs> she was in the in the bathroom in the in the toilet area. I was brushing my teeth, and I was standing. I didn't have any clothes on. Mm. I was brushing my teeth. Wow, that's an image I can't get out of my head. No, thank you. And she goes, uh, "You look like the guy. You look like the Grinch." <laughs> in a nice way, or no? Wow. Well, well, I mean, she said it nicely, but I, you know, it's not a nice. It's not like <laughs> it's not a nice image to have in your yeah, head. Yeah, it's not like you look like Brad Pitt. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like you got these thick legs, and it's nice and round in the middle, and you get skinny at the top. <laughs> oh man, that's sad. <laughs> but you know, she loves me anyway, so it's yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. enough knows. to take pictures for you. So hey, yeah, you that's go. right, that's right. right. Well, yeah. now when I look in the mirror, I'm brushing my teeth. I wish I had clothes on <laughs> because I look in the mirror and I go, "Who is that guy? And why does he look that way?" Well. Well, I guess it's just age. Yep. You know? Well, I'll tell you guys a secret just between you and us. Mm-hmm. Um, I just got Botox. Shut up. No, you did like not. About a month ago, yeah. Where? What? On my chin. Why? What? Because I, I, re- I started waking up and when I look in the mirror, I guess when I sleep, I close my mouth very tight. Yeah. And I started getting this line in my chin. <laughs> oh I just my did God, it for them. John. And it was getting deeper and deeper and deeper. And it was. To the point where even when it wasn't, I wasn't making the face, there'd be a line in my chin, like a, um, like a toy doll, like, you know, like a um, nutcracker or something like that. I'd yeah, have this so like, you line, like, a like it looked like a puppet. Okay. And then so I was like, oh my God, this is just going to get worse, you know? So um, one of the kids on my son's baseball team, his dad is a dermatologist. Yeah. So I was like, hey, you know, what do you do for something like this? Is there like a cream or something you can put on? It's like, oh no, man, just come in. I'll, I'll shoot you with some Botox. <laughs> What? Like, really? what yeah. The, oh, so I went in and he just boop boop. You're only 40 years old, man. You don't I, need that. 41. No, but he said that what happens is if you if you leave it, it's just gonna get as it get the crease gets deeper and deeper. So basically, what the Botox does, it doesn't allow my mouth to do that. So it used to be much worse, but I can't make that that motion you anymore. You just did. Try. I just saw you do it. Yeah. No, you but just did yeah, it. Yeah, I, no, just I can't. I can make, but because it wears off after a few months, oh. so you got to go like every so many months and get more. Inject? Okay, now here's the question. Yeah. Did your wife notice the difference? Yeah. Well, oh, no, I mean, she knew I was going to go get it. So no. now you don't look like the Grinch? 
No, no, that has nothing to do with the Grinch. The Grinch is my belly. You sure? It wasn't just maybe. Well, you can put Botox in your belly and then it won't. Yeah. No. Well, they actually had this thing that you can do on your belly. That oh, man. I was because I was sitting in the waiting room and I was looking and there was this uh, advertisement. It says, "Have you worked out and eaten right and you still just can't lose that last you know around your belly?" Yeah. We have this technology that shoots whatever into your stomach oh, and you, can, you get to the last whatever. So I'll like, try oh. it out right now. Yeah, yeah but well, there's the working out part that you're not actually <laughs> doing. Yeah, you gotta so get to I a certain. See how it's gonna why help why you do you to- assume I don't work out? Bruh, come on. You don't even like driving to stuff. <laughs> I go outside my house and get the mail every day <laughs> and walk back in. That's right. That's right. He you need your vitamin D, y'all, right? He works at home. Okay, so if that gives you any indication. <laughs> Working at home is the best, right, Kyle? Huh? It is, but then you get accused of doing nothing all day, right? Oh, no, no, you're working no, no, hard. No. Yeah. He's making, his designs are awesome. It's just, you know, you're sitting well, at a computer while you're doing that part. No, but I got to admit, right? Like, okay, I do draw for a living. Right. Yeah. You know, and... You're, you are one of the few people that's doing exactly what you said you were going to do. Yeah, but people don't consider that labor, you know? Cause, oh, cause I see. It's, it's a kid function, right? Keep, keep, Kids, Not the way you do it. Kids drew for a living. They just drew on the wall and colored books and stuff. People go, oh, what you do for a job? Well, I draw. Oh, good for you. You draw for a living. You know, <laughs> really? Me, I'm freaking on the road digging ditches all day in the hot sun. And I'm, you know, I, I'm doing all this kind of manual labor. Right. You sit at home and draw. Well, then give them and a And then you of- say that you're tired. Give them a pad and paper that. and say, here, go come yeah. up with a design now. Ah, I appreciate yeah. that you appreciate. Yeah, maybe it's because I'm a creative person, but... Uh, yeah, I, I don't feel like that's, I feel like that's work. Because it's not just draw. you're not just doodling, you know, you're, you're coming up with designs, you're thinking, and then there's the whole, you can draw it, hand draw, but then you got to put it into the computer, right? Yeah. Well, I don't hand draw, because it's easier to just draw on a computer. Oh, well, there you go. So you draw, draw it on the computer. Like, people go, what? You draw everything with your hand? And I'm like, on the, you know, with your mouse? And I go, yeah. They go, why? I go, well... I'm lazy, so I try my best <laughs> to learn on the mouse, so I don't have to translate it into later. Wait, on. you don't use one of those a pens? No. You use a mouse? I can draw on a mouse, and the weird wow. thing is, I'm left-handed, but I draw everything with my right hand on a mouse. Really? Oh wow, yeah. that is weird. Yeah. So if I you never give me a pencil, yeah, I never thought about that. If you give me a huh. pencil, I'd have to use my left hand. Wow. But I draw with a left my left hand. But if you give me a mouse, I'll draw. I'll do all my artwork on with my right hand. So you're huh. kind of ambidextrous. Yes. That's in interesting. A weird yeah, in way. a weird way. Because even like guitar or whatever, I'll play it right-handed. Yeah, that's right, right, right. I'm good at it, but I can play right-handed. And um, fishing. Right, you do right hand. Throw net, right hand way. You know, so everything I think is... That's, I think that's you adjusting to and the no, fact And what I noticed too is right when I'm playing world, fetch right? with my dog, I'm yeah. throwing my right hand now. Hmm. Oh, you're turning me to a right-hander. I know. <laughs> well, being left-handed does kind of suck. Because, it does. Because everything is set up for right-handed it people. Yeah, it does. Right? Yeah. So I've learned to like brush teeth, eat with my right hand too. Because you know when you're sitting in a dining area, you don't want to be bumping elbows at everybody. Right, 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 right. So I just sit wherever and I just adjust. That's so, pretty good. So, that's yeah. that's actually that's actually kind of how Kyle is. What did he adjust? He he adapts. I adapt and adjust. Now um, on Reddit, there are people who they start drawing. And yeah. they will do like a one-year challenge where they draw every day for so many hours a day. And yeah. then by that one year, they're really good. But were you just naturally gifted in drawing? and you could, Or did you practice a lot? Um, I think my mom saw that that was my interest when I was young. 
Okay. And I guess she saw that I had potential and I was enjoying stick figures all day and looking like everybody else. So maybe, I, I can't say, you know, she was the one that probably spotted something that I needed to pursue. Hmm. So when I was young, I was being sent to art schools, you know, oh, okay, during okay. the summer and stuff like that. And she really kind of honed in on what she thought my talent was. And also because she looked at me and go, this kid ain't going to be tall enough to do anything <laughs> else but draw. So we might as well make him a, a good drawer. You know? Yeah, I worry about my son because he's really into sports. I'm like, oh, man. Yeah, but your son is quick, man. He's, yeah, he's, he's good, good. He's very dexterous. Yeah. He's very, you know, he's good. But so he takes certain, after his mom then. Takes after his mom. <laughs> but at a certain point. It's not, he's not even, yeah, seriously. At a certain point, genetics are going to catch up with you. Man. There's just no way that he's going to be. Well, no, then he'll be tall. Yeah, right? he might grow. Yeah. He could be tall, but he's not going to be tall and big, right? Why? Well, okay, I'm 5'10", yeah. that's but tall. I weigh like that's 128 tall. pounds or something. Well, I know, like that. That's but not heavy, but that's tall. Yeah. yeah. And then Stace is 5'1", <laughs> yeah. and, you know, I won't say yeah, how much she weighs. Yeah, but she's strong. So. She is yeah. strong. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah. But, nah. I don't uh, know. Like, I was, look at me. My dad was five one, and my mom was like five feet. I know I had new chance, you know. And my right, relatives right. are probably just as small. So I'm like, all right, I better draw. So yeah. So I've been so trying. That's why I married my wife because everyone in her family is six is tall. Right? Yeah. 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 And, and so offset, right? Heather's tall too. Yes. She's like what five ten? What? No. <laughs> she's no. like five eight. No, she's like five six. Five, well, seven. what are you? Five five. No, you just added an inch, bro. You're like 5'4". <laughs> no, I'm 5'5". Five five. With your hair, maybe. Whatever. <laughs> anyway. Well, five, I was going to say something really nice I'm about five, his drawing. No. I'm but, not going to say that now. <laughs> no, I'm 5'4". Aren't we the same height? No, we're not. You I'm t- taller than you are. All right. I'll give you that. <laughs> but you guys both like sports, though, right? You know, I He's mean... He's a big UH football Oh, that's fan. true. I like looking at sports. I don't think I would play sports. <laughs> but were you, did you ever play and were into it and good? I played flag football and, and football on the road with my friends, but they were like so massively bigger than me. I always used to get hurt, tackled <laughs> oh, or yeah, cut yeah. and scratched up. But, you know, I did what I could. But, yeah, I don't think Most sports is my bad. made fun of everybody. Whatever. Yeah, I, I'm more of a commentator. I think I'll be a good sports commentator, but kind of brutal commentator than be actually. Oh, that guy, he's pretty fat, yeah? <laughs> I don't know how he's running around like that. I don't understand. How, how is UH doing this year? Are they good? Yeah, you're not watching the football. I've been, I've been they watching. They won the uh, West uh, West region of the um, Mountain West Championship. Yeah, Mountain West Championship. Well, why do I feel like the stadium's not full? It's not. It was. It wasn't full. Um, I was there. Last San Diego weekend, game. San Diego, yeah. San Diego State game, and it was twenty nine thousand people. Oh, that's great. But twenty nine thousand wow. people was loud. Good. Really? Yeah, I've Good. never seen it that loud. That's awesome. People were screaming loud. I mean. I've been there. We've been there in the BYU days in the 90s. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. 50,000 plus and just right. rocking. But, I mean, the crowd that showed up this time was oh, very, nice. very intense. That's good because the last time we went was like 17,000. It was pitiful. Yeah. It was really yeah. pitiful. But they lost that last time, too. Yeah. So it was, yeah. wasn't that exciting. Man, that's true. But do you think if they were doing good, like, people would show? I guess 28,000 is not bad, though. You know what it is, though? And I, I honestly not to bag on this these kids nowadays but it's these kids nowadays <laughs> <laughs> and I know I'm sounding like an old grouchy man but he is when we were in college we packed that stadium yeah. we yes, partied true. win or lose we partied and we had fun and we used that as our social gathering and um, we really enjoyed that time and I look back at UH games in the 90s 
when I was there in the early 2000s and as a college, you know, and right out of college, it was the most enjoyable time of my life. You right. got to hang out in the parking lot, meet friends, you know, get all bus, eat, <laughs> then go to the stand, scream and have fun and then go back outside and party afterwards and we'll go somewhere else afterwards. Right. The Super Ruta section right now where the kids section There's is, no they party. have tuition, inclu- um, their, their tickets are included into in the tuition yeah. and they have bus shuttle service there and everything. Okay. They don't show up. That section is the most emptiest section in the entire stadium. Yeah. Sometimes well, there's like you think that is? 10 people sitting there in that state, in that in those seats. And I'm like, what happened to the student body that used to just pack that place, you know? UH is, well, UH has always been a commuter school. That's right. right. Essentially. So uh, to, to gather that kind of support is hard. And then you add to it the fact that the, um, the kids nowadays, the kids nowadays, they really like, they really like immediacy. Right. Mm. If they can watch it on their phone, there's no point in them going to the game. But then what they miss is the the, the whole experience. Yeah. That's but, true. But now, but nowadays they don't even do that. Like that that part of it, that communal atmosphere of it, they don't get it. That's what I said. Like these kids nowadays, you know, they don't they don't know what it's like to experience that. And I think if they actually went down there for one game, mm-hmm. go next week. You guys go next week. You know, I don't know when this thing is going to air. <laughs> it's going to air this week. Okay, let's go next week. This weekend. This weekend. is They're playing Army. Army. Go. Yep. This is the senior night. The seniors that were been there from, you know, whatever, how long. They're going to they're gonna move on to become whatever they want to become. Mm-hmm. Go, you know, and watch this game. It's super exciting. It's the best time. Of, it's the best season they had in years. Yeah. When I mean, when I... I think the the times that I remember are going to like I remember the Fresno State game. You had to come from behind, yep. and you know mm. we're sitting there, and you could feel the stadium just like shaking from people. <laughs> You're thinking, "We all gonna die." <laughs> There's so many people shaking the stadium, but the sound and the the cheering and yep. people high fiving each other in the stands, even though you don't know who these people are, and uh, it, it just it adds to the atmosphere and. The players play hard, yeah, man. man. When they when they feel that energy from right, the right, 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 it right. makes a big like difference it. when the crowd is there. I know there's people in the bars. I know there's people at home. I know there's people in the theaters watching the game. I know there's people on their phone watching the game. But come to the stadium and support this team because they make a big difference in how this 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 outcome of the game mm-hmm. could be. Mm-hmm. It was so loud in that stadium. Can you imagine if it was double that? Mm-hmm. It would have been unreal, yeah. you know. And the parking isn't really that bad. The anymore. parking isn't that bad anymore, and it and. You know, it is. It's it's just a fun time, and people should experience that. I mean, that's what I would want to do: is take a college kid who's never experienced it going to UH and just sitting in his dorm room playing Fortnite or whatever they do. <laughs> get their ass down there and watch. Uh, for, a game. Fortnite is old news already, okay, Grandpa. Whatever it is, like TikTok or whatever <laughs> stuff that they're doing now, just for just for a night, a Saturday night, get down there and watch the game and support your school. And support your support your state. It's mm-hmm. it's a great atmosphere. You yeah, not, not that I think about it. I, yeah, I went to UH. You went to UH? Um, I went to Campus Center in UH. <laughs> okay, that's where I hung out. He's but I actually, to the I actually went to HCC. But I everybody to everybody conference. thinks he went to UH yeah. and he never went. <laughs> I hung out at UH a lot in the dorms. <laughs> oh yeah, the dorms. Yeah, those yeah. are good times. Yeah, but I do remember even when I was in college, I didn't really go to the football games. I think I went to a couple, but it wasn't. Yeah, I don't know. It wasn't a thing. Yeah, but you still had your social events. You know, like you were involved right. with the YMCA, Frost That's Camp. That's right, Frost so Camp, yeah, You would be that involved stuff. in like, interacting socially with people. Right, I right, right. Know, I hope kids do that still nowadays. I mean... I'd like to think they do. They go to raves. Yeah. I see a lot of people there. 
How can you talk during a rave, though? That's true. That's you can't true. even hear anything during a rave. That's true. Yeah. So I, I don't know. It's just different times. I understand kids. You know, I understand what I do. These kids. But I just wish that you guys would come on and experience what football is like when I was young. It, it's such a great experience mm-hmm. to go down, mm-hmm. down there and watch a sport. Well, even if it's not football, go see a volleyball game or. Or baseball. No, yeah, well, going out to volleyball. I like too. volleyball and I like basketball. Mm. I like the Stan Sheriff Center. It's convenient. It's easy. The parking over there is even worse than the stadium, though. It's not too bad. No, I've never. You know, had, me and Devin would drag you to a UH game. I've been to UH games. I, I don't mind them. They're okay. fine. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying that I wouldn't go. I'm just saying. <laughs> I remember being in college and not going. Uh, as well. Yeah. yeah. I, I, what was your reason, though? I just had other things to do, and I didn't. Well, granted, I think the year that stood out there, there were like one, so, and, was it one the and eleven, years? yeah, one sixty, <laughs> whatever. The, the Von Appen years where everybody yeah, went. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah it was it was Von Appen. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You wouldn't. <laughs> you get a pass from me on that one. <laughs> yeah, so okay, they were the they were not good at all. Yeah. We, me and Devin, grew up from like the the, the Gabriels to, yeah. to the Changs yeah. to the Cole Brennans to yeah, 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 to yeah. now Cole, you know, doing it. And and we've been through the whole thing, and we've seen it, you know, from back in the day when it was rocking. Yeah. And, and we had, and we had that marshmallow for a mascot. Yeah. Just <laughs> yeah. So uh, go out there, people. Support your team. See now you got to run this thing this week because otherwise people. Yeah. Are yeah. Like, what yeah are no, I will. I will. I'll, I'll go on it. Okay. Well, I have a, I have a, um, a segment. You want to hear a new okay. segment? Okay. So this is a new segment to the podcast. Oop, sorry, my computer just went to sleep. And uh, it's, a, it's a John segment, and it's called... It's uh, a John segment? Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, you, I want you guys to jump in. Oh, oh But I'm okay. going to start, okay? <laughs> the segment is called, What's Wrong With You? Okay. Okay? So this, this podcast segment... I want to speak specifically to people who feed feral cats and feral birds. <laughs> What's wrong with you? You told me your story with What this. the hell is wrong with people <laughs> that they feel like they got to feed feral cats and feral birds? You only don't like it because they shit all over your house. <laughs> well, okay. So I live next to a park. All right. And the feral cats. I'm sorry. Cat- I shouldn't be laughing. This is a real serious deal for you. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm semi, I'm semi serious, semi joking. Well, I'm serious about. No, you're serious. You're not semi joking. I don't think you're joking, John. No, you're not joking. I'm the star, and you're really upset. I swear to God. Yeah. There's people that come. They drive to the park, specifically to park their car, throw a bunch of bread, get back in their car, and leave. And leave. <laughs> they don't even stay to watch the birds. So Do what they the think fuck the birds are you doing? <laughs> Do you think the birds are starving? Do they, is that their I don't know. That's why I, I have no idea what their thinking is. Like, and if you ever ran into someone who does this, they're, they're never normal. You know, they're always kind of weird in some way, you know? So, I mean, maybe. But I've had, so, where I, where, so I live next to a park. And up the street, there's a house that was feeding the birds. And so there's hundreds of birds and they would all just sit on the the neighbor's roofs you know and so the neighbors started threatening to sue that person so they stopped feeding the birds so then the birds started coming down to the park and then people started feeding them at the park which is where i live and now they're on my roof (laughs) and the minor birds in the morning are just freaking yelling and cackling and it wakes everybody up you know 
it's between ducks and birds. Like, you have a I, duck problem. I have a duck problem too. The yeah. ducks are, are gone though. I don't did you, know. Did you kill them? I did not kill them. Okay, good. I, I don't know what happened, but uh, so I called DLNR, I called the city, and it's, of course DLNR goes, oh, it's a city problem. I called the city, they go, oh, that's a DLNR problem. But so one day they just all disappeared. So you I don't, killed them, yeah, John. I did yeah. not kill them. Do I thought lie. about killing them, but I did not kill okay. them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so the duck the ducks are gone. But now so there's birds and yeah, this lady comes at six o'clock in the morning, feeds the birds, and then she leaves. And so I, I'm I'm to the point where I'm I'm ready to get a BB gun and just start shooting the lady. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking too. <laughs> no, I've, I've thought about. Gets in the so I'm one, of the, I'm one of the guys. I'll go down and talk to the person. Be like, can you not feed the birds? You know. And what do they say when you say that? That's what I'm curious. They, they kind of just try start walking away from me. You know, like they 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 don't they don't want to engage. You know. Mm. But nobody recognized you. No. Then go the guy from Pure Heart just scolded <laughs> me about feeding the birds in Hawaii. And I thought that so so there's the birds and then there's cats. So. Um, on the side of our townhouse, well, there's you just, think the cats would help take care of the birds. You would think they're friends. They're friends. They don't. They right? don't. Yeah, they just kind of watch each other. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. But yeah. So there's, there's another man. section where this this lady uh, feeds cats, and I talked to her, and she said, "Oh no, we 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 put the food out. The cats come. We see if there's new cats. If there's new cats, we take those to the humane society and we get them mm-hmm. neutered so that they don't." She had this whole story. That I called the humane society, and they're like, "No, no, they, we don't do anything like that." We I heard they do that. I heard they do neutering and they let them back back out. Was it neutering or whatever you call it? Neutering or spaying. Yeah, and they let them back out. Oh, really? Into the wild, yeah. Okay. But well, they, th- the only the only way that happens is if they trap them. So you got to <laughs> call the Humane Society, they come up with their traps, they catch the stuff, and yeah. then they take yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you can't bring you can't just but, no, bring let, let, let's, let's, cats and go. Let's, let's, hey, we got new cats. Can you? Yeah. Let's so. look at this from uh, another perspective, John. So okay. you understand or maybe sympathize with this 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 problem. This is what by the way, do by the so. Way. So, the, so one day, are. one day I was at home. It's midday. It's maybe yeah. like three o'clock, and I see this lady. She's in a hoodie. She's like standing behind the bathrooms. All of a sudden, she comes out, starts feeding. So she knows she's doing something wrong, right? So I drove, I drove into the parking lot, and I just sat there and watched her. And then I got in the car. She got in her car, got her license plate. I kind of followed her <laughs> to see where she go. Where there's, and then I, so I figured out like where she lives and stuff. And then I'm like. Well, what we, really realistically, what I'm gonna do? Confront her at her house? I'm not gonna do that. Well, you so, could. I mean, I could, but that'd be weird. Yeah, I don't know what to do with these people. This really bothers you to the fact that you had to stalk this lady and find where she live, and and it it, it it drives me insane. Yeah, is yeah. it because you're home most of the time? Let's say I you think went, that's part of it. Yeah. No, but okay, we just replaced the roofs in our complex. Uh huh. Everyone had to pay $7,000. Wow. Every unit, you know? And now we have birds up there. I, I just paid for that roof. So it would be different if you moved into that, that, that neighborhood with, with Stacy Angles. This is a nice neighborhood, but look at all the birds on the roof and look at the ducks in the pond. Well, we can live with that. I'm going to live here. I can yeah. see that being there, right? They were there first, man. You can't. You moved into there knowing. It's like the people moving into the Waikiki, by next to the Waikiki show and going, it's kind of loud here. Can you please turn it down? I'm like, Shut up. We've been here. The, the Waikiki show was there before you guys. That's true. That's true. If this right. were there yeah. already, yes. but the ducks and the birds all occurred after I moved in. Then you have a right to, to, yes. to claim your, your, your land. <laughs> 
as John Land and not Birdland and yeah. Catland, you know. And I understand your 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 frustration with this. It can be very very damaging. <laughs> but what do you, what do you think is wrong with these people? Well, that's that's, that's the whole point of the se- segment. This is this is the part I think we need to. If, do we do anything going forward? We need to bring Kyle on just for this segment. Okay. Like we, <laughs> when we get to this part, this is when Kyle comes in. This is um like. You know, you need to look Here. at it as, from a perspective of, like, let's say a cat. Okay. And, you know, you had a family. They take care of you, and maybe your owner died, and then you had to run away from the house, and you're living in the Hawaii <laughs> Marina by yourself, and you're lonely. And okay. you find other cat friends, and you're hanging out with those other cat friends, and you're meowing with them, and you're cruising with them. But you have no food, you know? I mean, there's only so much food that you can eat in a marina. Like, you're starving. You're a starving, homeless cat. And some people come and feed them, and they go, Oh my God, these people are feeding us. They're feeding my friends. They're feeding my family. I miss my mommy, and I miss my owner, and they're feeding me. God, this has not changed my mind at all. Okay. Okay. Well, then I agree with you then. I mean, yeah, I don't know how it is everywhere, everywhere else, but if you go to Costco across yeah. the street at the There's Kitsen a cat herd there. It I is see them. unbelievable yes. how many cats up at the Hawaii Kai golf course. Yeah. There's, yeah. And that's how you know you're in a affluent neighborhood. And you know what scares me? <laughs> oh, most? really? Is that right? Where yeah. affluent neighborhood yeah. is where cats live because people well, can't afford to feed them. People are feeding them good food, apparently. Yeah. Guarantee. Guarantee. You know what I mean? I don't know what the solution is. What do, what do you think the solution is to this? Should we put them all on like a cat boat and just send them off to sea? Or what should we I do? I think they need mental help. The cats? No, the people who <laughs> feed the cats. I wonder if any of our stay listeners in, is wondering. Stay in fucking life. What seems to be the problem? Why are you meowing so much? I don't understand. Why are there so many So those of you, of you listening, if any of you are one of those people who feed cats or birds. Chime like, in. Now, uh, yes, I'd love to hear this from you. This is John's email address. John, John Yamasato at yahoo.com. Oh, wow. I would love Whoa, to hear wow. from you. Oh, okay. Yeah. You're going well, they for do it, man. They at, do it because they, they consider themselves lovers of cats and lovers of birds. Yeah. But you're not helping them. You are in the well, sense. Well, they are. In the, but in the you're just not appreciative. Them, but you, you are them. causing a larger problem because the cats breed. There's more cats. And then you have a... But they're not puppy. breeding because they're eating. What are you talking about? They're not. They're feeding them food to just live, but they're not breeding because they fool or they ate food. They're yeah. not gonna go. Oh, no. I, I ate food today. I'm gonna oof this cat right here and breed cats. But now, the right? fact that they their lifetime is extended. Oh, so you want them to just starve and die? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> they just started to do that. That's not morbid at all. Okay, cool. Now we see where it's going. Then you be complaining about the smell of rotten dead cats around Hawaii. Nah, they, they, they go pretty quick. <laughs> a lot of things eat cats. Wow. Okay. What well, birds could eat the cats? Maybe. That's really yeah. dark, John. <laughs> Kinda, yeah, man, I don't know. But I understand your problem. My dad had the... I don't know if I ever told you this. Oh, yeah, that's that. right. That's we right. You did tell story. me. Were we fishing one time and I told yeah, you Yeah, that's story? right. You told me the story. My dad used to walk Proverb Park a lot. You know, the jogging lane? And then I guess he noticed in Proverb Park there's a lot of cats. So he became like the cat man at Proverb Park. And he would brag about it to me. Like, he'd be like... Hey, you know the cats over there? And I go, yeah. He goes, they all know me, you know. And I'm like, why? And he goes, I don't know. I just walked to the middle of the park. And they all come towards me. And I go, why? He goes, because I feed them. I go, <laughs> don't feed the cats, dad. And he goes, why? They all know me. I go, do you pet them too? He goes, no, 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 no. I don't pet them because they're filthy. But I feed them. 
to nod it on my friends. I go, they're not your friends. You have food. That's why they're coming by you. And don't feed them. He goes, how come? I go, because everybody else in this park around you don't like you because of that. That's right. And he's like, oh, I don't think he stopped though. I think he just stopped going to Pearl Park. I don't think he stopped feeding the cats. If he had opportunity to still feed the cats. But I don't know. I guess people find satisfaction in feeding cats because cats, they have a connection with them. Maybe, maybe lonely people feed cats. Well, get a cat. A cat. <laughs> you don't have to go to a public space, feed them, and then leave. That, that's the part that's the most irritating to me. Is like, yeah, feed them at, you know, take a cat in, take care of it, feed it. You go to a public space and you feed it and you leave, you're just leaving the problem for everybody else. That's, yeah. that's my But thing. they don't look at it that way. They look at it as they're taking care of these animals that cannot take care of themselves. I think yeah. cats can take care of themselves. Though, well, I'm sure cats can that take care true. of themselves. That's yeah. why there's so many people who have cats that don't live in the house with them. The cat kind of freaks yeah, comes that, and goes. Okay, that's what dogs, dogs don't live like that. Dogs go, where's, where's the food, man? Uh-huh. <laughs> and the cats go, ah, I'll figure it Email out. Email John this, this, your response to this, people. If you have a pet cat, how is it okay to let him run around the neighborhood and shit in other people's yard and disrupt other people's lives in their own home how is that okay? And but then have them come back. And have them come back. We don't do that to dogs. I don't let my dog go out and go, yo, Bruno, just run around the neighborhood, take a shit, and come back and be done, okay? Because <laughs> people would be mad. Yeah. But cats, they get a free pass. Why? Email John, please, and explain. Email okay. John. Don't email Carlos. Just email John. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense, right? Or you can go to High Sessions, at High Sessions on Instagram, or High Sessions on Facebook, or you can leave a message on YouTube if you want. And there is your, what the hell's wrong with you for this week? Yeah, what is wrong with you? People who feed feral cats, feral birds. That was a good se- section right there. That's Thank you. That kept in every single podcast. I have another one for the next podcast. Oh, the cat Already chambered. Oh, you already got it locked and loaded? Yeah. I can't wait, man. All right. Yeah. All right. We could talk about this for two hours. We kind of don't we're going to, actually. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, um, I have... So this is off... Off uh, Off topic? Off topic. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Let's go back. Okay. We talked about how I know Devin. Yeah. We we never talked about how I know you and how we all know each other. Well... Yeah, I feel like my story is kind of boring. No, it's kind of important how I how I know you. We go back a long time too. I know, yeah. but I feel like people listening are like, we don't care about what John. <laughs> oh, they care about John. I'm sure they will. Uh, you want to know? Uh, it's a quick story. I'll tell okay, you how okay, I met all right, you okay, or how I right. know how I first saw you. All right. Okay. Oh wow, that sounds mildly weird. Okay. Well, not in a stalker sense, but just you know. <laughs> it just sounded like I can tell everybody. Oh, I first no, I you. remember the first day I, 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 I met You see, I, I it doesn't John. sound better No, but it wasn't because he was I walking around I remember the first day I saw John It wasn't because he was walking around I'm like, ooh, that guy has a nice muffin <laughs> <laughs> He looks like the Grinch He looks like the Grinch I better go talk to him <laughs> It wasn't even to <laughs> It wasn't anything to do like that, man <laughs> I had your cousin Kathy oh, worked Kathy, with that's us right, that's right. in yeah. locomotion yes. when I was designing. She did the accessories and all the other cut and sew stuff, you know, with me. And mm-hmm. so we, we, we knew each other everyone. We were friends. That's right. And she, one day she goes, Kyle, I had um, my cousin John and this, her, his friend Jake and stuff. They were at a family party and they were playing music and they sounded really good. <laughs> and I go, Kathy is one of my n- nicer cousins. Oh, yeah. She's <laughs> super nice. What a whole yeah. family's nice, right? That's true. Yeah. So 
She goes, yeah, and um, they're really good. I'm like, oh yeah, okay, whatever. Because I know, I know a lot of people brag about That's their true. family friends. Like, oh my cousin Uncle Brado was in the parking lot the other night and he's jamming. You sound super good. You should listen to him. And you know, you, you go right on, you know, and you pass it off because you go, okay. That's right. Fast forward a couple of months. I think it was a step into liquid surf premiere party oh that's at right waikiki uh theaters yeah right back when they existed yeah and that movie was not good oh well that's because you weren't into the surf industry probably but no it was no, a no no great no. movie really step into liquid wait was that, that was a- the one where it was an actual story it wasn't just about surfing but it had a plot to oh, it maybe not oh, are you talking about north shore <laughs> no 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 you, okay, okay no i think north shore is the greatest movie that's ever been filmed <laughs> I think that back. it might have been step into liquid or it might have been um surfers the movie by gotcha which which was a storytelling kind of thing. Mm. I just remember we played at a movie opening, and it was it was a plot driven surfing yes, movie, yes, yes. and I just thought this is terrible. So okay. bad. It was either Surfers or Step Into Liquid, okay. or it might have been In the Summer. Too. Oh, In God's Hands. In God's Hands was one of them, but that was no, that was a regular movie. That, that was, was motion picture, right? <laughs> I don't remember, but I just remember that was on IMAX and had the big yeah. waves at the end, and that was pretty awesome. Okay, well, whatever. Any, anyway, whatever. There was we a surfing premiere surfing movie. Premier movie. Okay. I, I said something like it could have been yeah, anything yeah, else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, you guys opened That's that right. movie in that, in that little pocket on the stage below. And I was sitting with, I think, Alec at the time. And mm. we were watching this movie. And then they came out and played before. And I just was in awe. You guys found it so good. And I was like, whoa. Who is that? And then when you guys, I think you guys had the name back then per heart. Yeah, yeah. Already. Yeah. And then it triggered me back to Kathy telling me that you guys were pure heart. And I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> she was right. These guys are pretty badass. And I love their music. And the next thing you know, I'm on the phone talking to um, my Marshall. boss, Marshall. Yeah. And I said, we got to pick these guys up. Let's get them on board with the Hawaiian-style crew and get them some clothes and have them, you know, sp- we sp- they sponsor them. These guys are incredible. We already had Honua. We already had Kapena. Mm-hmm. You know, it was... We needed pure heart now, and that's then it would be the the perfect team, you know. You guys were actually the locomotion at the time and the Hawaiian style. You guys were actually one of the first brands that kind of did that, huh? Well, like took bands. Yes and, and no, because we bands. stole him from Town and Country. Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah, we were oh, Town and Country before. They yeah. gave him a couple of T-shirts yeah. when we called we called your mom. That's right. Up and we said, hey, you know, we we like to put you on our team. And this, oh, we, you know, Town and Country gave us some clothes. I go, oh, you signed a contract. What is it on a normal basis? Oh no, come down to our warehouse. We're gonna give you <laughs> ten times more. Let me let me ask you something. Did that actually help at all? I think the brand was enhanced by all the people involved representing okay, okay, it. Okay, okay, okay. No doubt, because you think about the people we had. Well, mm-hmm. we had Devin. Yeah, on the show promoting that really it. didn't help, but yeah, we had we had Pure Heart, which is you know, uh huh, the you guys were like the best band of the you know mm-hmm. the hottest yeah, band at that time. Yeah. Yeah. We had Whole Noah, which was also on fire, yeah. right? With Christian right. Jared yeah. guys doing it. We had Capenna and Kelly Boy. We had Hawaiian style band mm-hmm. before that, mm-hmm. and then we also had Chant. Oh, that's right. And they were all on the Locomotion Hawaiian style team. Yeah. So everybody on every given weekend would watch somebody perform wearing our clothes. And then we had commercial spots on, mm. on, on KCCN. So yeah, And that was the days where there was a lot of live music too. A lot of live yeah. music. Everybody would show up. You remember when Restaurant Row was just packed? Yeah. You know, watching you guys play and stuff like that. And, yeah. you know, everywhere was just like this, the spot to be and listen to good Hawaiian music. I think it, I think it helped 
enhanced the brand because it gave them an identity. It right? totally did. It's Hawaiian okay. style, and they represent. Because I really felt things. bad taking clothes. No, no, you guys helped wow. out tremendously, and you know, and I appreciate it even till today. You now you're helping out High Life, and it really does make a big impact on, on the brand. I tell you right now, especially because really people just walk you watch you walking around randomly wearing <laughs> High Life gear. Well, you know what's impressive? Well, not impressive. You know what I'm more into is like I like when the people that we give clothes to really enjoy wearing it. Then the people we give close to go, how much are you going to pay me to wear this? Oh, interesting. Yeah. Makes a yeah. big difference, right? Yeah. You well, know? you know, uh, the one place that I do get notice a lot is more when I go to the mainland. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I wear all my high life stuff. Go, oh, where's, what's that? Like, what brand is that? You know, they ask me about the shirts and yeah. stuff like that. So, well, yeah. thank you. I appreciate, you know, all your support over the years. And you too, Devin. I appreciate all your guys' support over the years. And the brand is where it is today because of people like you guys, to tell you the truth. It, it honestly is and by the way go, it, go buy at the um, Pearl Rich store it's more it's, <laughs> and, it, and the, the weird thing about it is the people that are wearing my stuff are considered friends sure you know like we've been friends for how long we're not, we're not like oh John I know John Yamasato I give him clothes and we're just business partners like we, we exchange things and we network together no we're all friends like you know we hang out and we fish or whatever you know and, and do stuff me and Devin travel together when we can and stuff so you know, it's it's different seeing people in in your guys' positions, um, representing my brand because it's more to me than just me telling somebody, "Hey, you famous? You like wear my stuff, please." You know, you guys are doing it because you're my friends, and I appreciate that. You know, right on, man. So thank you very much. Yeah, oh, you're welcome. And, and uh, <laughs> I, I remember us having the discussion many many years ago. I I saw this thing coming with with uh, Instagram and influencers. Ah. Mm-hmm. Uh. Because I was like, hey, Kyle, there's, there's these girls online and they have a lot of followers, you know? Why don't you just give them some clothes? Because mm. at that point, people weren't paying to wear stuff. And it's like, I'm sure if you just gave them clothes, they would wear it because you know, people, anybody who gets free stuff would be like, oh, wow, I'm, you know, I'm special or whatever. So, but uh, yeah, and now it's like a, it's, it's a, a thing. thing. I mean, yeah, it's how like, people make money now. Yeah. Yeah. It's so crazy. And- <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and it, uh, it works. Yeah, but it's not how I wanted ever to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like I wanted to be genuine and authentic. I wanted people to like my stuff because they like my stuff, and not because they got paid or got free stuff to say something forced, forcefully right. to promote it. You know, and I have always wanted to run a company that way, and I never ever wanted to kind of sell out like that. Well, not, now it's a, now it's a dynamic, right? Because now you have the influencers kind of thing. So there's 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 those kind of people but if you're too much that side then you become the fire festival yeah right yeah so there's a there's <laughs> yeah. an in between where you the have f- to wait wait the fire festival oh you never heard the you know saw a documentary oh the one where those guys like ripped off all those people and yeah they were supposed to do the festival and it never actually happened that's right but they paid like all these instagram yeah. people to come down and like promote this thing like yeah. it, it was and gonna... then they put them in the without like water and bathrooms and that's right but they used they used that that social media presence to try mm. to promote their event that never happened, ripped a bunch of people off, and then it's like, well, is it the influencers' uh, responsibility to make sure that the comp- the brand that they're with is you know following Legit, through on right, their yeah. whatever, or you know they just got paid and they said, yeah. okay, you're paying us, we're gonna promote this thing, and how am I supposed to know that they're crooks, right? Yeah, you ever read that Malcolm Gladwell book, um, the first one he did. The first Malcolm Gladwell book was called, well, the second one was Blink. Tipping Point. The first one was Tipping Point. Yeah. And it talked about influencers, but they called it something else. Uh, I don't they remember. It's been a Mavericks, while. Mavericks, I think. Okay. And 
that's when I learned about that, the power of putting um, something on somebody that influences people. Uh -huh. And they don't even have to say anything. Mm. It's just the fact that they're wearing it or they're, they, they're, they're promoting it in a, in a subtle way and not even have to endorse it or say anything, that people kind of get attracted to it because it, it, it helps the brand image. Right. And now that you look at today, it's just influencers, kids, and people that are wearing it, right? But it, 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 times change. I still have yeah. a hard time adapting to that because I feel like, I don't know. It doesn't feel, it doesn't sit right with me sometimes to do that. Like, I rather know. Kyle, Kyle is such a moral person. It's, it's really <laughs> hard for him. I don't know. I, I, yeah, I, and, I, and, I, and I mean that in the nicest way possible. He's, yeah, he's, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. he's like one of the few moral people that you'll know. Like, you can ask him a question about something. Kyle, like, I'm sort of having a problem trying to figure this thing out. And he'll go, well, there's this thing and there's that thing. And you can do that thing and that would be bad. But you can do that thing and that'd be good. Up to you. And then you, <laughs> you, you go, well, no, you're supposed oh, to guess. tell me what to do. Is well, no, I'm telling you, there's that thing and there's that thing. And it's up to you which one you want to do. So eh, it's kind of interesting. But he's always, he's throughout his whole time, locomotion, Hawaiian style, high life, everything, even thrown, everything he's touched, he's always tried to be that way. And that's, and that's hard to do, man. You don't make a lot of money when you're trying to be that authentic, authentic and, you know, and moral about how you do your business. So. Well, thank you for that. But yeah, I mean, it, it's also, it also play, pay a lot of attention on putting it on the right people. If John was a crack addict at 7-Eleven and he was famous, <laughs> I still I wouldn't put him on, you know, I wouldn't want him to wear my product because it's mm. a negative image, you know. But you guys, you guys are really influential people in, in, in Hawaii, you know, and, and role models and, and represent the brand in the best way. And that's who I would want wearing and representing the brand. It's not, you know... It, it, you guys are the essence of the brand. That's oh, why you got those people with the fake shirts with the islands all in the wrong spot. I go, know. That is not a high life it, shirt. It, it doesn't bother me. You know, it used to at first and now it doesn't bother me at all because that that person that bought it would never buy my product anyway at mm. full retail right, or right, even right, know right, right, that right, it's right. an authentic thing. Mm. They're just buying it because it's $8 at a swap meet or dollar at a, $5 at a swap yeah. meet. Yeah. They, they would never Which, shop. by the way, don't do. If you see high life stuff at a swap meet, it's not real. <laughs> don't buy that one. Okay. Anyway, that was that was my public service announcement. Well, it's up to them if they want it or not. I mean, like whatever. <laughs> you, you see, know? you see what I'm talking but, about. I mean, don't like, buy it. Yeah. Don't buy the stuff at the swap meet. <laughs> Thanks for your public service announcement. <laughs> the stickers too. If the sticker, you see anything at the swap meet, that's not real. Uh, well, Kyle, the next time we do this, I kind of want to talk to you about starting your own company and and mm. you know the thoughts behind if someone were listening were interested in oh i want to start my own t-shirt company or any kind of company yeah i mean you know, I'll, I'll give i'll give you a quick thing that i've that influenced me the most and um, i follow through throughout this whole years of um starting this brand read the tipping point by malcolm gladwell oh yes my god that thing anything malcolm Bible, gladwell is you know? excellent you know he just came out with a new book or he has a podcast too he's a podcast the podcast i like the music yeah. oh, oh really okay i haven't yeah. really listened to the podcast yeah. too much but the tipping point was everything i based high life on mm. and the, the the blink was the next thing i read and right. i don't read books to take right. you. i hate reading books <laughs> well i do audio book yeah yeah but i even hate that i mean i like listening to podcasts really? like rogan and stuff like that but i don't like reading books well I, yeah. I guess i could listen if i found importance in it mm. but those two books really influenced me on 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 where this brand is today so those of you out there that are interested and want a head start on like what it takes to get something you know 
started and stuff like that. Read that book. It was very interesting for me too. No, that dawns on me too, right? Well, because I, I'd never heard you tell that story about your mom getting involved with art, and mm-hmm. Carl lost his mom at a very early age. So it's interesting that the the art thing would would continue with you. But I think in some way it's like your way of honoring your mom, it, right? It the, is, and I never thought about it that way. You could be right, but again, I I think she realized my passion more than I did. And as yeah. I got older and older, I'm like, I guess that's what I'm gonna do. Because I looked at a sixth grade, um, my sixth grade annual. Somebody posted it online, which is embarrassing. <laughs> wow. already. But what was interesting was it has your name and what profession you want to be in parentheses, right? In the future. So we're, we're like sixth grade. So people are saying pro basketball player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, fireman and, you know, all this kind of stuff. And I looked at mine and it said graphic designer. Wow. Yeah. So I'm like, oh. I was on that path already yeah. as a kid. Yeah. You know, and my dad knew it's not an easy path. He was an electrician. He got paid well. He was in the union. And he, he, he worked hard, though. You yeah. know, and um, that's part of the reason why I never wanted to be an electrician. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, yeah, he got paid well and he had a great, you know, union and he retired well, whatever. But he would come home dirty and tired. And, you know, that wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. In my head, I'm like, I want air conditioning. <laughs> <laughs> I want to work from home. I think all yeah. three of us. I think all three yeah, of us took know, that around. We went. That's right. I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah, you know. And it wasn't my cup of tea. And I just was lucky to have found something that um, I could attach to and and stick with. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let me give you some plugs. So highlifeclothing.com is where you go to order and check out the new designs and all that kind of stuff. Um, you can have go to the High Life Store on Waikiki Beach Walk. There's Island Snow, Navy Exchange, Sarah Surf Shop. And you have a Pearl Ridge location? We just opened the kiosk in Pearl Ridge. It's right next to, um, in that aisle way by TJ Maxx. Okay. So I think there's a CBD uh, kiosk, and okay. then there's High Life, and then okay. there's popcorn. As <laughs> so, you're walking, you're like, hey, there's a CBD, and there's High Life. Oh, popcorn. Okay, we're going to- so okay. you can get all your fix right there, there you go that there you go. that's right that's right yeah. okay so check them out guys uh devin oh wait uh, should yeah. there is there gonna be like a code since when they listen to the station or they listen yeah. to the podcast if you, if you type in high sessions into the on the website you get a 10 percent discount there you go and so last time we we did this uh wasn't live now it's live it'll, okay. it'll work if you know now it's real <laughs> now it's real yeah 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 so devin uh you can listen to devin on kumu in the mornings mm-hmm. monday through friday Anything else you want to plug? Are you in any plays or doing anything? We're finishing up uh, Songs for New World at um, uh, Paliku Theater for um, oh, okay, okay. Ron Bright, uh, for the Ron Bright Foundation. So nice. uh, Songs for New World is an interesting musical because it is just music. There's, it's just song. It's a song. They call it a song cycle. Okay. I've never been involved with anything quite like I've it. I've never heard yeah, of that. So each song has kind of its own story to tell, but they all have an overarching story or they all have a sort of an overarching theme that goes with it but just some amazing talent man you just listen to these people singing going holy moly it's oh you know what i heard them because i did the perry and price show oh a couple of weeks ago and they yeah. were there promoting yeah, yeah that's right yeah so um we're yeah, very good the, we're wrapping up the final weekend of that so friday saturday sunday uh so i'm i'm helping with that I'm so this friday saturday so what are the dates on those it's the 29th 30th? uh yes i believe so uh so we're looking that up. Um, you can check out High Sessions. How you can help us is continue to watch the videos on highsessions.com. Subscribe to our channel. Uh, we can also find us on Instagram at High Sessions, Twitter at High Sessions, Facebook High Sessions. <laughs> it's all the same. Coming up December 12th, we are going to have Jake Shimabukuro on a live stream. 
at about 6.30 p.m., so you can tune into the channel for that. Oh, nice. Um, I probably will be joining on that little jam session, so it should be fun. Very cool. And uh, hopefully next year we're going to have some new stuff. So, Devin, Uh, what? 29th, 30th, and uh, 1st. Okay, so. so. And then, uh, yeah, just check it out. Just check out some High Life and, I don't know, buy a house from John. Oh, yeah, you can find me at locationshawaii.com as well. Search, download the mobile app. That'll help me out. Oh, are we, are we finishing now? Are we wrapping yeah, yeah, I think oh, okay. we wrap it up. Wait, are you going to play anywhere soon that they know? No. Oh. Well, I play every second Saturday or Friday at uh, Hasser Bistro down in uh, Chinatown. But really, for, for today's purposes, uh, just tune in December 12th for the Jake thing, because that'll be, that'll be fun. The, yes. Where is that going to happen? It's going to be at this, the High Session Studio. Is, oh, okay. Cool, okay, yeah. man. Oh, nice. All right. I'm going to get a call later on like, hey, Dev, do you mind uh, coming in? That is a possibility. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I'll, I'll, keep my, I'll keep my calendar free. Just okay. in case. So everybody tuning in, uh, please take care of yourselves. Have a great Thanksgiving. And we'll see you later. Happy Turkey Day. Bye. Bye.